0: We can't ever forget that we're still creative. Nothing can take that from you. That's like inherent to your being. Keep pressing in. You might be surprised with with what comes out.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Golden Hour Podcast. Brought to you by the Polar Pro Studio. I'm your host, Dave Mays, and we're happy to welcome again to the podcast... Erin Outdoors. This is our second interview with Erin Sullivan aka Erin Outdoors. If you haven't listened to our very first episode with her we've linked it in the show notes below to this podcast and I highly recommend you guys listening to that. You hear the story of how she got started starting her blog Erin Outdoors as well as her journey into Instagram and as a professional photographer. But this conversation is a little different due to the pandemic and a lot of things going on. Erin actually entered into a completely new niche that she wasn't expecting to be in. She started doing miniature photography and it started taking off like crazy on Instagram. Now basically six months into the pandemic she has done a full series of miniature photography and she's been getting hired by several different brands doing this style of photography. I was really inspired when I saw her on Instagram do this whole switch up with her content and it's been really fascinating to follow so I had to have her on the podcast to talk about this transition and hopefully this conversation will inspire you all as well if you guys happen to be on twitter by the way i would love it if you guys give me a follow at dave mays almost every time that i have a guest on the show i like to post a uh, ama on twitter and see if you guys have any questions for that guest so if you do follow me on twitter if you're a twitter person make sure to uh, be on the lookout for when we have guests on the show and maybe you can have your question included in the podcast also, if you haven't checked out the Polar Pro website in a while, there's a lot of incredible new products on the website. So go over to polarpro.com and see what we have cooking up there. All right, without any further ado, let's listen into my second conversation with Aaron Sullivan. All right, so we are here again with Aaron Outdoors. Aaron Sullivan, thank you so much for being on the Golden Hour Podcast. For the second Hi. time.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, a lot has changed in a year. Who would have thought that, like, oh, the world would be where it is now?
0: <laughs> Not me.
1: <laughs> but you were one well, of some things, I guess. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you were one of the earlier episodes when we started this podcast. I was, but a a wee a wee lad in the podcast world. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot has changed in your career and everybody's career in the photography world. Um, but mostly you've almost like really taken advantage of being inside and have created this whole new world. I would definitely recommend everybody go listen to our first interview. You can hear the whole travel blog kind of story and we can touch on that a little bit, but you started doing these miniatures. When did you start doing that?
0: Yeah. Um, so I started doing the miniature series. Um, at the end of March,
1: uh-huh.
0: things started to close down um, in California, kind of mid to late March. And, it, you know, as working in travel, I was noticing as, of course, all of my jobs were being canceled yep. for a year. And that was kind of to be expected because I knew that we were a couple weeks behind Italy and Italy had just shut down its borders, um, which was still felt kind of shocking to yeah. the world at that time, which now it's a lot more just normal, the new normal. Um, but I was thinking about ways that I could stay creative and like keep the momentum going and, um, challenge myself also. So just stay creative. And, um, so I, I thought, well, it would be cool to try to create little adventures and like from inside my apartment in LA. Um, so (laughs) I decided to do that. And then, um, I thought, oh, it'd be cool if I could get some, like, little people figures to put in the images. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um,
0: and in my online search, realized, like, oh, this is a whole genre, which it is, like, miniature photography um, is a whole genre. And I think um, probably Tatsuya Tanaka is the best known for it uh-huh. these days. He's a Japanese artist um, working in miniature using model to- uh, model train figures like what mm. I use. Um, but it's, I think what's so fun about the genre is just how much you can like really make it your own. Um, and you can really put your own style and, um, spin on it. Um, and I made it into a hashtag, which is our great indoors, which originally (laughs) I just I wanted it to have a title because it's a series and it's like a personal project for me. But then I also saw how much joy it was bringing people the first few times that I shared it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, Oh, this would be cool to just like make it a collective thing. So I started that hashtag just so people could contribute to it. And there's thousands of images on there now, which is so amazing.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. There's over 3000 posts, uh, with our great indoors. We'll link all this in the show notes. And it's so cool and inspiring to see that, um, you've really kind of started, you know, people to kind of rethink travel photography because, in a lot of ways, like you could just kind of squint your eyes and be like, "Wait a minute, was this just Aaron?" Like somewhere. Oh wait, no, it's not. That's a little guy. <laughs> it's so cool. Right. It's so thanks. cool. And thanks. I love what you're doing here. We'll also link, uh Tanaka Tsui. Sorry, uh I'm totally butchering his name, but incredible photographer as well, um, doing the miniature stuff. What did you find about it? Like, were you able to kind of basically work the same way just like in a much smaller scale? Cause it still kind of has the, the Aaron, uh, touch to your images that you see, you know, with normal pictures.
0: (laughs) I'm so glad that comes across. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's very similar. I think I apply a lot of the same principles, Um, to shooting in mini, Mm -hmm. um, which is looking at all the details, the color, the contrast, um, the composition. um, And I think when you have a style, you can apply that to whatever you're shooting. Yeah. Um, It just comes across kind of naturally. So I think that is true. But then the other thing it's been a reminder of is um, just that we are multi-dimensional multi humans mm. and just because you were a, working in travel six months ago maybe now you have started your illustration business or yeah. um trying a whole different um genre you know so that's also been um interesting for me but the, in terms of how how I'm actually shooting stuff one big difference is that um Obviously, if I'm out in the world photographing something, I don't have control over where the mountain is or where the sun is (laughs) or like what color the sunset is. Um, But with this series, I have control over all of that. So that's been really interesting because I've had to really work with my own um, process to like, give myself the flexibility to try new things, but also not drive myself crazy when it comes to perfectionism, because in a sense, like having that much control is kind of overwhelming.
1: Um,
0: I think that that principle is why people, so many people fail to start projects Mm. or to try at all is because they have too many options. They get overwhelmed. Um, so I have to kind of give myself some constraints. Um, so I've tried to create some like rules, for, my, for the series that are just, like, internal to me that I try to follow for every image. Um,
1: what are some of those rules, if you can share?
0: Um, yeah, I don't... I My goal for my images in the series, and, of course, like, how people want to take Our Great Indoors is totally up to them. Um, you should definitely check out Al Baker's work. Um, he has, like... He's just killing it with his miniscapes, which he started during Our Great Indoors. hmm And, um, he's got his own, like, you can identify his photos, you know? So these rules just apply to me. (laughs) But for me, I I want it to look a little bit real. I want you to have to do a double take.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what I was doing. Yep.
0: (laughs) Thanks. Okay. That's great. Mission accomplished. I also, for me personally, I don't want to use another image in my image. So some folks are using a photo as like the sky, right? Like a photo of clouds as a sky. Yeah. I want to try to use as much as possible material, like raw materials. Yeah. Um, and then I want the point of focus to be like, I don't want to have to manipulate the objects that much like I want them to still be recognizable as what they are. So if it's a sweet potato, I want you to be able to see it's a sweet potato after you see it. After you think it's a mountain, <laughs> um, and if it's a pillow, I want you to be like, "Oh, those are pillows." You know, like I want the the behind the scenes photo to look like an absolute mess yeah. of whatever, like whatever the item is. I want you to clearly see, "Oh, mm. those are strawberries or whatever." Um, so. Yeah. the reveal to me and like the what i'm doing just totally without photoshop or without um editing mm-hmm. um, i want that to be like impressive just in itself it's kind of like wanting to shoot everything in camera when you're just yeah. out in the world photographing something um and i use photoshop a little bit but it's just to enhance the image i never want it to be like reliant on yeah, what I'm you, doing in post.
1: You obviously could go really crazy with compositing with this style, where you're just kind of yeah. compositing all these things together. But I think one of the things that makes your stuff so impressive is the the carousel of images that land on the behind the scenes image, which is almost <laughs> just as much a part of the, yeah. the the experience. I mean, what do you have to say about that? Is that something you've learned, or I, my friend Drew from Drew Photo? he kind of like he, I don't know if you know him but he kind of got went viral on Instagram and Twitter doing oh, cool. a lot of BTS photos with the photo and yeah. like he has told me it's a little bit of like a double-edged sword because he's got all these photographer followers now so like it's not so much the art itself but like the process of making the art so like in a way he's kind of just thinking about oh this looks really cool the way i'm doing it so therefore right. I'm gonna, therefore i'm going to make this shot just because the photographers are going to nerd out about it you know it's like you're, right. you're making yeah, that you're making photography for photographers you know what i mean
0: <laughs> i get it yeah i'm I find myself very resistant to documenting my whole process. Like, Mm -hmm. I could very well be doing, like, time lapses of setting the stuff up, but I just can't be bothered. I just, like, want to be in my process creating, Yeah, you know? Um, That said, I I know that 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 content does really well. People love to see it. Yeah. Um, they love it's watching the trip. videos. Yeah. And I think that that's really fun and really whimsical and really magical. So I do want to create that, but sometimes I do feel like documenting it can get in the way of like my, my own creativity, Sure. you know? So <laughs> I try, I try to just, it's a balance, um, of making sure that I'm documenting part of the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, actually in the moment i'm i'm creating and i'm not getting distracted by creating the bts stuff yeah um but when i post them on instagram i put uh the behind the scenes photo at the end and it just looks like it's an absolute mess usually on a <laughs> cutting board you know and i think it's so funny um it and is. i think people get a kick out of it because it says visually like you can make beautiful things out of anything.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: And I think that's really cool. I also posted, um, I got more into TikTok recently, and so I've made videos yes. of some of them. And those have done really well. And I posted one on Reels on Instagram. It has like 3 million views, which is so hilarious <laughs> to
1: me. Well, that's um, what I was going to bring that up. That's something you've added to your repertoire now is TikTok. And obviously, Reels yes. may or may not take over. We, we we'll kind of have see. to see what's going to happen there. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, what's that journey been like getting into the video world with all that?
0: It's been fun. I think both our great indoors and getting start- like taking TikTok more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, both began out of just the desire to have fun and to connect with folks and to just try something new. Yeah. And so I think that that authenticity is, in a way why it's been successful because people see that. Um so it's it's just been fun. I think TikTok is a great platform. I haven't posted on it in a few weeks actually. So it's on my list to get back to this week. <laughs>
1: but uh, I've been like hesitant to post to it cuz it's like is it going to go away?
0: <laughs> I it's true, right? But I mean, if you make it on an external um app, then you just save the video and then you can po- you can yeah. also repurpose repurpose the content, put it on Reels.
1: I've been totally. doing that a
0: little bit too. Um Yeah, I, but think
1: I think a feel lot of people like people are doing that. <laughs>
0: photographers are annoyed at reels on instagram which i get
1: so why is that because it's like oh no all these people are coming over the
0: feed yeah it's not what it used to be as like let me share this my art (laughs) you know and instead it's
1: give me a break uh, go over to visco if you want that (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i agree i'm just like you have to go with the flow
1: yeah that's i think unfortunately that's how social media works these these mega companies like facebook they just they're in control, you know, if they yeah. <laughs> if they want to try to take over TikTok, they're going to do it, but we'll right. see what happens. But yeah, you do have a, you have a TikTok that's got like 3.5 million views. It was, uh, I think it was like, I guess it was during the pandemic, like right at the beginning where you, you basically preface it by showing like what you used to do going out, like adventure animals nature and then it's like well what do I do now and then boom your miniature stuff and uh that that went super viral on tiktok that one
0: went viral and then there's another one which is super ironic where I'm like here's how I went viral during the pandemic and that one went viral
1: (laughs) oh that's the one that I'm looking at actually
0: oh okay yeah the first one I think has maybe 1.5 or 2 million um and then the second one I posted, it oh, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of... I see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because I had more of a body of work at that point, and it yeah. had already, like, picked up traction. That's so funny about um, TikTok. Um, and I just thought it yeah. was, like, an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that it was going to pop well, off like that, but here kids, we
1: are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kids who are on TikTok, like, if there's anything about going, quote, viral, they're, like, mm. super into it, because that's all they care about, unfortunately, but... I had a couple of viral hits on TikTok with the uh, music video parodies that I did, and
0: oh, nice! Those
1: performed really well there. They didn't perform well on YouTube, but they got you know over a million views on on TikTok. But great! Um, it is an interesting and completely different audience, but um, I think you've got a great set of skills that that play really well in that uh, genre, and I hope well, you thanks. continue uh, doing that. That's awesome.
0: I will. I I think TikTok is so fun, and I it still feels like a different ecosystem than Reels, you know? Yeah, so... it does.
1: Just like how Snapchat feels different than Stories, and I kind of miss, like, when Snapchat was cool and new and everybody was right. using it, I kind of liked the aspect of it only being the story, you know? And now, mm-hmm. obviously, everybody just uses Instagram, but you kind of miss a little bit of that Snapchatiness of Snapchat. Yeah. So... Yeah,
0: we'll see if TikTok keeps... I... I feel like Gen Z is gonna. I I feel like Gen (laughs) Z is not going to abandon ship on TikTok. Yeah. Um, We'll see. This could be a really dated podcast,
1: or you will be predicting the future. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) What? Well, we'll see. (laughs) It's on record.
1: One of the things that's so inspiring about the the miniature work is it just shows that artists. Are just plain old artists, and like no matter what happens in the world, like we have to create. We have to go out there and make stuff. And I think anybody who's listening who maybe feels a little—I mean, it's depressing—and you know, I think a lot of us are starting to adapt. But that's one of the things that we can learn from what you've done here is you've completely adapted to what the world has given us. Can you speak to that? and, And you know, just how other people can just be encouraged to go try new things. Cause this obviously is similar ish to what you've been doing in the past, but it's clear that you've completely adapted to this.
0: Yeah. I think that we need to remember that our creativity isn't restricted to one thing, mm-hmm. one genre, one medium. Um, it's like you said, artists are artists. Um, Are artists, (laughs) right? Um, People know me as a travel photographer, but I've had past lives doing other types of art, (laughs) you know? Um, And you've done
1: freelance work that people don't see too, so.
0: Right, of course. And um, I think that's true for so many um, creators. Uh, We might know them for this one thing or this one project. But meanwhile, they might have this completely other rich and deep body of work mm-hmm. in that field, or in, another, in a completely different field. You know, so um, don't be shy, right? I yeah. think <laughs> um, I think it's you have to take it as an opportunity. Like, what's the other option? You you know, like we're in a time where we have to adapt, yeah. and if you don't adapt, like unfortunately. That is, you're not going to, I don't believe that you will come out successful because you, you have to be adaptable and artists are really good at that. Don't forget that. Um, you know, you, and you have to just get those creative juices flowing. I think the momentum is so important. Like when you create, you want to create more, you get more ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that our creativity comes from our higher power whoever that is for you. And if you for me that I would call that God. So for me, if if I get an idea and I'm like thanks but no thanks God, like I'm not creative, I'm not going to do that, then why why am I going to get more? I'm shutting that out. Mm. I'm closing myself off. Whereas if I go, oh, that's interesting and weird. Why don't I try it? You try yeah. it and and you open you you like open, you turn on the faucet so, for yes. for more ideas to flow in, you're just a conduit for um, like universal intelligence, right? So Absolutely. Um, I think that's so true for art.
1: Remember, I had a job um for a time, and my boss there, it was a video production company, but it was it was kind of restricted in this little niche. And I was like, man, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to to deal with this." He was like, Dave, there's there's like walls here there's like there's guardrails on either side of of what you can and can't do but inside of those guardrails there's like so many like layers you can go up and down with like and Um, it really opened up my eyes was like okay so as long as I stay within this little thing this little niche I can do really anything and like Yes, you're you're doing the Instagram thing. Like every image is, uh, you know, four by five and you've got the carousel and you've learned how to play the Instagram game. So there's a little bit of that in this, but you've experimented and done, like you're taking what you've done with the outdoor stuff and you're obviously doing it now with these miniatures in your own unique way and you're still able to tell that it's a watermelon and an onion and like, it's just so brilliant. And anyways, I'm kind of... To, tooting your horn here a little bit, but I well, appreciate um, it. <laughs> but yeah, like just because, you know, just because of this pandemic doesn't mean we can't just sit around and do nothing. Like there's a lot to be done still and a lot of creativity here. Um, I
0: totally agree. And at the same time, don't feel like you have to write a book. Or,
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, do true. your,
0: you know, I think there's a lot of pressure right sure. now, right? Like, if you didn't emerge with an eight pack, like, what did you do with your life? But, um, but sure. also, you know, take care of yourself. I think that's, that's part of creativity, as well as the self care piece. Yeah. And the, you know, really um, taking care of your mental health, and and putting that first so that you can show up for the world and you can be of service. Mm-hmm. um, is super important and, and trying not to judge yourself in the process. I think a lot of, I've seen some comments on my posts that have been like, she, she, she did this. And like, I've watched three seasons of friends or whatever. <laughs> um, and like, don't come, what, what do you benefit by comparing your level of productivity to somebody else's? Like yeah. productivity is kind of a, a moving target, um, in today's world, I think to changing definition um and sometimes just getting to the end of the day is what we can do so i think that's (laughs) important too
1: exactly what by the way what have you learned as a photographer photographing miniatures what are some techniques that you've learned um obviously you're dealing with a ton of uh depth of field now you've got you know the whole macro lens world to explore like what are some photography techniques you've picked up along the way here
0: yeah totally so i'm shooting everything on my sony a7r3 and a 90 millimeter f2.8 macro the sony Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. um and i use a tripod for most shots just because i need a lot of light um for these i like shooting it at around f8 um just because if you go wider it becomes this really wild tilt shift that mm-hmm. looks, it doesn't look, doesn't give you that realistic effect that I'm going for. Yeah. So I Just do kind of wanna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I usually try to play around with the aperture a little bit, but I typically land around eight or nine um, for most of my shots. Um, tripod is crucial. Two second timer crucial. Um, just because some of these are like five second exposures and I don't want it to be blurry. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then what's funny is that if I want it to be a sunset, I typically have to shoot it at sunset, you know, even <laughs> though, even though it's inside my apartment, cause I'm dealing, I'm using mostly natural light. And then I also use like a smart light bulb.
1: Uh uh-huh.
0: Um, and so if I want it to look like, sunset colors I have to do it right after sunset so I still get a tiny bit of ambient light but then I can use like a colored light bulb as like my sky That's hilarious. um yeah so funny um and then I think <laughs> just paying attention to like a- attention to detail trying to put together um a composition that mimics what we might see in our human sized world. (laughs) Um, and one way I do that is I try to sketch out what I'm going for before I even set it up. Uh It just helps my brain. Um, so I'll just do a really rough sketch of what I kind of have in mind and that'll guide me on like, okay, well, this is what I'm going for. So let me try to make this first. Cause otherwise I think it'd be kind of frustrating to just be like, not really have a, guideposts for like where you're trying to go. Yeah, I just made one. I'm looking at it right now. I I made one last night for a client. It'll probably be posted by the time this goes live. Yeah. Um, it's for my client, which is the beaches of Fort Myers and Sanibel. And I recreated a photo that I took on a job for them last year. Uh-huh. Um, and I sent it to my parents this morning just to See what they thought and they were like, That's not a miniature. But
1: yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Mission
0: accomplished. Yeah, so we'll see.
1: Um we'll see if that was the the mom reaction or not when you. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know, right? No, she's pretty they're pretty honest. So Yeah,
1: same here. Um, but still there's always that like thought like, okay, well that's that is mom.
0: <laughs> you have to say that, right. No, no, that's um, awesome though. Well also speaking of my mom, when I first started it, my mom made a miniature really (laughs) she wanted yeah because she kept thinking she's my mom is so creative she's she doesn't work in art at all um Uh but she's always like growing up we would make like gingerbread houses and um like just different like always yeah so many crafts were you homeschooled no i wasn't um no public school kid but she her stuff was always so good whenever we would do like coloring books and like Whatever, I would be so jealous because her stuff was just always amazing. Um, Anyway, so she made her own great indoors scene, and it's a beach. Uh So for this project, um, with my client in Florida is uh, challenging their audience to create a beach. And I'm like, I have to show you guys what my mom made in in March. And they're like, oh, my gosh, can we share this Like, to launch it? And I'm like, yeah. So my mom is going to get her... uh, You know her her spotlight.
1: That's amazing (laughs) for
0: her creation. Just so
1: fun. Well, I think that's the next topic I want to get on is is the client work that you've been able to snag through all this. Yeah, which is so again like. A year ago if I told you hey by the way you're going to be getting paid to make miniature scenes make <laughs> stuff
0: in your bedroom
1: you'd be like okay
0: <laughs> uh, yeah i would you know i would have been like fascinating sounds good
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see uh, um, tell me about that yeah. like obviously i would imagine you weren't necessarily like going into this thinking like ooh this is going to get me some brand work <laughs> like <laughs> but no i just I it started it would be happening like-
0: yeah, I thought it would be, like, maybe a 10-part series, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, I'm going to do this. This will be fun. But after the, after I posted the second one, after I shared it, mm-hmm. the response is, like, I'm, we're on to something here.
1: The Paper Bag Canyon? Um,
0: yes, the Paper Bag Canyon. And then I posted the broccoli. And after the broccoli, it was, like, BuzzFeed yeah. was in my email. Like, all these press um, people wow. were wanting to watch him Post, post. Like,
1: it's great that you know, you, you tagged um, – what's his name? Tanaka in all those too. Oh, Tatsuya. Yeah.
0: Um, did I, I think, I think I tagged him. I definitely tagged him early on as like, you know, Hey guys, just cause I, I want to be clear that I'm not like inventing a genre or claiming that I've started miniatures, you know, and there've been some comments <laughs> on one of my TikToks That's like, you're totally ripping off Tatsuya Tanaka. And I'm like, Uh, not real i mean i think it's because people think he's the only one that does it
1: well that's like saying every travel photographer is ripping each other off i mean more people can do similar things
0: yes i know um so i'm i've tried to um be really clear that like there's uh, tatsuya tanaka is incredibly talented i would love for him to notice me. Um,
1: <laughs> but I think no, the but, the story but, of you doing this during the pandemic is what is so fascinating. It is. It's the story of a travel exactly. influencer turning into this? Yeah. So it's
0: the it's the context. A hundred percent. I posted a reel. It's also a TikTok on like you know, eight photographers that are doing amazing miniatures and that have been doing it way longer than me. That yeah. you have to check out. You know. Yeah. Um, so there's so many other creators that and 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 what's so amazing about it is that everybody has their own signature right mm-hmm. um and that's true for any genre but it's really cool in this one
1: and so basically yeah after the 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 broccoli one you started getting <laughs> right. a lot of yeah. attention and uh, press uh, press it was
0: the press was was going a bit bananas um and then one of my existing clients inquired and then more folks inquired and then it was food and then it was a backpack and then it was a tourism board and then it was, you know, so it, it just kind of built on itself. And then it was, um, Honda and then, um, it was salt and straw. I just shot three flavors of ice cream for salt and straw.
1: I love that place. So, <laughs> love me that too. I mean,
0: they also sent me three gallons of ice cream so that I could
1: accomplish that. <laughs> Heck yeah.
0: I wasn't mad at all. Not mad <laughs> at all. Um,
1: very but cool. yeah
0: it's I've gotten more work this year than last year actually like, because of this project
1: And I think one um, thing that can easily be overlooked is like, oh wow Aaron just did this and boom it happened. It's like no all the years mm. of hard work of growing and building your following uh, building your blog, just putting the work in allowed this shift to happen to where you already had a base and a foundation. Yes. And once the switch occurred, that's when just boom, it, it all happened. But it wouldn't, you know, obviously, maybe if somebody just started doing this, was a little bit smaller, didn't have all that foundation. Sure, maybe it could go viral too. But um, the fact that you already had the understanding of running a business and, and doing yeah. client work, you're able to really harness that and just run with it. Right.
0: Right. Two things. First thing is, yes, I'm an overnight success. It only took me 10 years. (laughs) Um, Second thing is. um, I'm I'm so grateful that I didn't get the following or the success that I wanted when I wanted it, Mm. because several years ago, when so many of my friends were growing rapidly in the travel space and I wanted my account to grow rapidly too. Like I wanted those clients. I wanted those jobs. I wanted those influencer gigs, right? Sure. Had I gotten them, I, my journey wouldn't have been the same and um, it wouldn't have been right for me. And I wouldn't have even known what to do with it. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm so grateful that it all happened um, in its, correct timing for me mm. and not and, and that it wasn't rushed so I think that's totally true that like if a, if somebody did this and they were had a different set of circumstances than I did it uh-huh. might have gone viral too it might have not you know um but I think you, have to, you well, have to do everything in your control and then trust in the timing too
1: totally by the way I just went on social blade in April you gained 52,000 followers yeah, and I, the,
0: my account's almost tripled since the pandemic began.
1: Yeah, you were you were doing on average like a, over a thousand followers a month, which is very awesome. But then like something poof, just happened there and then yep. you've been growing 25,000, 20,000 a month for mm-hmm. the last three months. That's so awesome, Aaron. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Yeah, it's... um.
1: Did you find it? So is this it? Like, are you kind of like, okay, I'm done. This is my new thing. Or is it just another tool on the tool belt like are you becoming the miniature girl now or like what what do you what do you have to think about that
0: <laughs> yeah because you know people a... are going to put
1: you in a box again oh
0: totally such a good question i mean they can try this
1: is, <laughs> obviously this they is... can't because you did this in the first place you're already right. in a, you're already in I mean, a certain box to begin with right so this as...
0: is a thing that i do just like travel photography is a thing that I do, yeah. you know um, totally i there's a lot of other stuff that i that I do and can do and will, maybe will do um, <laughs> you know and what? I think
1: you I can know, do right? other things multiple oh
0: things um, <laughs> I think we can't forget that um, we can reinvent of and show different sides of ourselves whenever we want to um. It's definitely a thing I will continue to do, though. I think, I mean, it's so fun, and I'm such a nerd about it. Like, (laughs) I'll be in a rabbit hole looking for model train figures, and I'll find something. Like, Mm. I have have so many figures that I haven't even used yet, and I don't even know how I'm going to use them, but I found them, and I had to have them. So I ordered them. Um, Do you have,
1: like, an organization closet now with all this stuff? Like, in little I drawers and need things? need
0: one. Like, I imagine I have an the... organizer, uh, but it's not that big. I,
1: I imagine that old man from Toy Story 2 that, like, fixes the Woody doll, you know? And he has, like, this, like... Yeah, this workshop. toolbox thing and, like, little magnifying glass that just, like, triples itself with little glasses. You know right? what I mean? I think you're going to become that. I mean... That. Thank you for a vote of
0: confidence. I... I definitely have like a little like work box toolbox thing. Um, But I think that as things grow and also I'm, my apartment is small and Mm. in the next probably six months I'll move into a bigger place where I can actually have a designated office space.
1: Like a studio, Um, a miniature studio, huh?
0: Just, yeah, I just, um, I'm ready to, not work out of my like living quarters I mean
1: it is funny now how like when you see the behind the scenes shot it's literally on your bed
0: (laughs) yeah well I'm like that's the space we're working with kids um it's inspiring and that's and that's like where I get the best light so I'm like why not I I have sheets now that are like designated drop sheets
1: yeah you know
0: (laughs) I'm like well this is for art now um but Yeah. I mean, it's funny with how things have changed. It's like, I never invested in a, in a big living space Mm -hmm. before because I was home like half my time. But now that I'm here more, now that I'm working here more, I'm like,
1: okay, well,
0: maybe we need to
1: (laughs) readjust a little
0: bit. Um,
1: well, it works out. A lot of people are moving out of L.A. right now. so
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, it, it definitely works potentially in my favor. So, well, I mean, I feel obviously it's horrible that so many folks are struggling and that this is such a challenging time. And um, I do want to recognize like the privilege that I have to have been able to do this in the first place, to even like have the mental capacity um and the security to like
1: um, health yeah
0: yeah the health right the like safe place to live um access to food like um all that good stuff that's necessary um but not all people have so anyway um it has been such an interesting ride <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i think a lot of people can still be inspired um you know, now, hopefully, after it's been, gosh, has it been six months, I guess? I don't know. March, Five months.
0: May, June, July, August. Yeah, almost, almost six months. almost
1: September. Can you believe Five, it? Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's like half a year of this. I can't believe it. I know. It. Yeah. But, yeah, hopefully by now, you know, if you're healthy and, and things are, I don't know, at least for me and from a lot of my friends, it seems like things are slowly getting back to normal. I hate to say it because I know in a lot of cases that's not true, but we're just we're just adapting humans adapt and i'm used to putting a mask on every time i walk outside my car and like if i if i walk into starbucks for a second and i don't have it i'm like oh crap and like i run in my car and go grab it and like i'm i immediately recognize like i don't have it you know it's just so normal now and Mm -hmm. that is our new normal and i don't know it's just it is strange i've got a two-year-old and a a 10-month-old and like my son is like seeing mom and dad putting masks on every day. like, right. And so to him, he's going to grow up thinking like, oh, yeah, that's that's just normal. You know, everybody wears masks all the time. You know, all these children right. are going to grow up seeing that and being like, oh, yeah, in public, you wear a mask when you're home. You don't have to. But it's just, it's just a strange time. Hopefully, in a year or so, we'll be at least to be able to go see Batman and Wonder Woman in the theaters, I hope. So
0: I hope so. Um (laughs) I I miss travel dearly. Um this time has also been a time to explore within and closer to home and um
1: totally of course
0: push push creativity in other ways.
1: I can't wait to see you do miniatures outside in locations like i can't wait to see you blend a broccoli with like a rainforest like in real life you know what i mean like
0: it's something that you're gonna do that right yes i'm actively thinking about like i mean because the behind the scenes
1: photo of that will be so cool funny
0: (laughs) i mean i um I have all these little figures now and I feel like they've made such a um, name for themselves like in my body of work. I don't think I could just like be done with them. So, um, and it's not like they take up a lot of space. So I'll definitely be bringing them on trips whenever that starts again. Um, You should have somebody
1: make uh, an Aaron figure.
0: Oh my gosh. In your blue blue
1: outfit that you post all the time.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) we could do it
1: another thing happened between now and last time i talked to you you gave a ted talk oh yeah that's pretty cool that. tell me about Thank that you. what was that experience um, like
0: um, oh man what a bucket list um event i was sitting i guess it would have been about a year ago i was mm-hmm. sitting at my desk at home and I got an email, and it said, invitation to speak at TED.
1: <laughs> what? And
0: I just dropped to my knees. I was like, what? <laughs> um, um, yeah, and it was like, you know, we like your work from this and this, and do you want to come and speak in November? And I was like, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. Um, <laughs> like, yes, of course I do, you know? Um, yeah. So... The topic that I was, I mean, I developed with the folks at TED um, mm-hmm. was just diving into: Are you losing a moment because you're stuck behind the camera? Mm. Um, this mm. ka- this idea That's of good. intentionality and, you know, why are you why are you taking the picture? Um, is it like ruining the memory for you or or the experience for you like do we still experience things the same way um as we did before we had a phone or a camera in our hand you know yeah um so that was the idea of it worked on it um for a few months and then Memorized it for two weeks at least. You have to <laughs> memorize a TED talk fully. There's no prompter or anything. Oh wow! Um, and uh, yeah, I delivered it in November in New York. Um, and perfect timing. You can watch it on the TED website.
1: Right before you couldn't. <laughs> I mean, not right before, but you know, right worked before.
0: Out. Yes, I'm grateful for the timing. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, and it has over a million views on the TED website. It's on the TED podcast. Um, And lots of conversations have come from it. Some people are like, I totally agree. And some people are like, this is the most pretentious TED talk I've ever heard. (laughs) I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) I mean, there's always – I guess you could kind of – if you look at every TED talk with that (laughs) – perspective i think everyone could be seen as that it. but yeah, it's of course it's just a oh brother i i love that that message because i can relate so much to that i did about three years of mission uh work where i was doing videos and documentaries for people all over the world and i i became desensitized to the poverty and the need for just Like, I don't know, just soaking in what was going on and being present because Mm. when you have a camera in your hands, it's easy to just kind of get focused on that and remove yourself from the environment you're in. So I can totally relate to that. I had to really stop and, you know, pray and kind of be more present when I was doing those projects because I found myself being desensitized to the poverty that I was seeing. Mm. So.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I think it could be... I I use a few examples in the talk. I talk about a time when having a camera with me enhanced my experience, a time when it took away from my experience and kind of felt like a block between me and reality, Um, Mm -hmm. and then a time when I wasn't allowed to even have a camera or take a photo. Um, And those are all interesting. And um, I'm not sure if the talk... I didn't intend for it to have like a clear, um, answer yes or no. Um, but the takeaway is just to be intentional, whatever your decision is. Um, if you choose to take a picture or you don't, um, getting clear on that why, um, and really staying in the present moment with the people you're with, in the place that you're with, um, and with yourself too.
1: Let's see. Um, is there anything else that you would like to mention or talk about as we close up this
0: interview? Um, I don't think so. But if people want to buy prints, they can
1: do that. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, <laughs>
1: I'll mention that. I'll mention that for sure.
0: Great. Yeah. That it. Interestingly, prints have never been a huge part of my business, but um, since starting our great indoors, my print sales have been really
1: great um well yeah i want to hang them on my wall
0: (laughs) thanks yeah i I think i mean it's i think it's such a relatable like series because we've all gone through like this time together um so i think it's i guess if people want to have it in their like home i'm i'm obviously really grateful to them um for that and honored to be in anybody's for my work to be in anybody's house um but it's such a a unique um series of images that it's not surprising that this is the one that um they've would have chosen to yeah to purchase for themselves
1: there's such a variety of of great colors and um you can buy like three and and put them on a on a nice canvas and they all kind of they match in a nice way right so, yeah, yeah I can I understand why people really dig totally. it
0: totally for salt and straw we did um postcards
1: oh nice. so
0: you can buy like a pint of ice cream and uh-huh. then also you can get a postcard with it
1: <laughs> that's amazing
0: or four postcards all of the images
1: yeah that's so cool really fun <laughs> so let's say you know pandemic is over you can start traveling again um you start getting some more client work overseas what is uh what does Aaron Outdoors look like post pandemic what are some things that you're kind of looking forward to 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 experiment with now that you've learned you know what you've learned over the last six months doing doing this series
0: yeah um I think it It looks like continuing to be intentional with travel, Um, traveling more slowly, Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: taking care of what stories I'm sharing and how I'm sharing them, Um, and also making room for more miniatures, but also other stuff that I didn't want to do that I have no idea about yet. Um, staying open to new media and um, new techniques and new genre of, of stuff um, so that I can uh, continue to, to grow and learn um, as a, as an artist.
1: Heck yeah. And is there anything like that you'd like to, to say to anybody who's listening who's just really inspired by what you're doing here? Uh, we've touched on a lot of it, but just give me that just overall, like, message that you want to put out there for, for people who are listening, who are maybe feeling a little ready to get back into the game and and start creating again.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, we can't ever forget that we're still creative. Um, that nothing can take that from you. Um, that's like inherent to your being. So keep pressing in and, um, just keep trying, I think. I think um, you might be surprised with, with what comes out.
1: Absolutely. Who would have thought you'd be here doing this now? I mean, it's so cool. I know. And just be open Thanks. to anything. <laughs> and, uh, Thank you. It can be overwhelming sometimes as a creative. I know for me, I have. Just a ton of ideas all the time in my head. I I put them in my my notes, and you know I've got like the superhero TikTok idea I want to do, and I do the music video parodies and the gear reviews and short films and blah blah blah. And it's like it's fun when you find something like what you found, and you can just really just pour everything into it, and just really focus on it, and get really good at it, and get great at something something that you love. And uh, I'm just excited to see where you go with it and uh, I hope you continue to experiment with other ideas and find other things that can add to what you're doing now to be, um, you know, just more and more. That's what makes artists, artists and it's real inspiring to see what you've done. So thank you so much for thank being on you. and for sharing. So
0: Thank Happy to. Um Yeah, I think... I just don't want people to forget like y- you are uniquely creative too. It's not just me or anyone else that you've seen make a big pivot recently um, you're fully capable as well
1: totally and forget about the algorithms and the right. yes. all that crap just make stuff you
0: know-hmm so important
1: and then you could tweak it for the algorithm later
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah of course the algorithm does matter but um,
1: <laughs> well, I mean have but, you thought yeah. about doing a new account is that something you've I'm sure a lot of people have asked you that, about
0: right? It, but I it decided is, it's not you. to. Yeah, because it's me, and like this is just another project that I'm working on. Me, the artist. Um, yeah. And there will be projects in the future, so um, and hopefully lots of them. So I don't want to make like a new account every time I start a new series, you know?
1: Totally, I agree. But you did yeah. start a TikTok account. Everybody go follow her on TikTok.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Aaron Outdoors on TikTok.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Aaron, for being on the Golden Hour podcast again. Uh, I guess we'll have to have you on next year when you become uh, like a I don't know like a space photographer. Like you go to outer space and take pictures of planets and stuff. That's probably what you're going to do next year. So
0: literally, I I have a project coming up involving a telescope
1: so you're not far
0: off all right not far off
1: (laughs) (laughs) well thanks aaron it was it was a blast interviewing you again and uh and catching up on everything so we'll have to stay in touch yeah we'll talk soon thanks a lot thank you I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Erin Sullivan, aka Erin Outdoors or more Erin Indoors these days. It was a real pleasure to have a conversation with her, talk about this huge shift that she's had in her career and it's real inspiring to me to see how quickly she was able to just transition into a full new niche that has now turned into work and in fact, it's actually grown her account larger than anything ever in her past. I really hope that this conversation was inspiring to you all and like Aaron said too if you've been tired or sick or maybe even a little depressed during this time. You know, we don't want to try to make you feel bad about her shift into this. Everybody has their own pace with things, so that's totally understandable. But maybe now, after six months, we can all start to see what's going on in the world, make little adjustments, and find new ways to create using our giftings and our talents that we have, just like Erin did. We've linked all of Erin's work in the show notes below, so make sure to check out her Instagram page and her blog, and of course, Polar Pro com where you can get anything that you could ever imagine for your cameras or drones and i mean that once again i'm your host dave mays this is the golden hour podcast brought to you by the polar pro studio and we'll see you next tuesday